Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. Yep. In this episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about Season 3, Episode 14 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is In the Praise of Women, uh, or if you are in France, it is called Family Increase. Oh no, that's Germany. Right, that's what I said. In Germany, <laughs> it is called Family Increase. Yep. So, our IMDb user synopsis is very brief today. And, uh, yeah, this is it. (laughs) All Eric's planning and fussing proves pretty pointless, with the whole family pacing and worrying in hospital and Annie bitching nonstop while the animals are left unattended at home. (laughs) Matt painstakingly works up the courage to donate blood, a phobia. Meanwhile, Lucy breaks up with Jordan. I mean, that's all I want to say about this episode. Yeah. Because not, I mean, I guess something pretty substantial happened. But what was your first impression of how they um, went about the birth or Um, the episode in general? I think something that we talked about all episode, uh, because we have not been around pregnant women slash have not been pregnant ourselves, uh, so we don't have any experience. The way that they had Annie acting while she was in labor and just generally like throughout the season as someone that is pregnant, we didn't know, like, I don't know, is that what it's like normally? Like, somebody answer my question. We said this, yeah. We, I, I don't know. I think it, they overdid it yeah. way too much. Like, it was, you know... I get, like, why they did it throughout the season for, like, the comedic value, but I think in this episode especially, like, I don't know. I thought, yeah, you were right. It, it's a little overboard, I think. I think it sets, even if, like, yeah, like, pre- I'm sure... It, pregnant women are, like, moody at times, and stuff. there's just, like, that's how hormones work. Right. But, like, this... Um, it's set, like... It, a, it paints it in a bad light. Like, it makes it seem like they're just totally irrational. Right. Like, and also, in the way that they do it, it's like, oh, those women hormones, like, you know, yeah. can't control themselves. Just, so... Especially because, in throughout this episode, Annie's making, like, several choices about what she wants to, like, to do... Uh, with her body while she's giving birth and like when you paint her as this emotionally irrational human being it like starts to invalidate the choices that she's making so I don't know I like I just had a question basically about what is it like yeah when you're giving birth I guess is that like is that the general I mean, I get the usual, like, jokes. I think, like, all of, like, TV tropes and, like, movie things do this of, like, I'm never having sex with you again and, like, all that (laughs) stuff. And, like, obviously we know that contractions are painful and the hand-holding and all that stuff. Like, that's stuff we are used to. But just, yeah, that was my meh. So, uh... Let's get started with the episode. Yeah, so, um... We start with Annie in her bedroom looking at the cribs that have been all set up for the new babies to arrive. And as she's, like, inspecting the cribs, we hear a voice. And it's the voice of, uh, Jenny Jackson. Yeah. Grandma, yeah. Remember we forgot her name yeah. a few episodes ago, and now... Grandma Jackson. It, yeah, yeah, Grandma Jenny Jackson. And, um, it's... it's we, I just... Uh, it's a ghost mom. Ghost mom. Yeah, I wrote um, mom, mom bas- ghost. She basically says, you've done this five times already. You can do it again. Yeah. Um, and we don't... Re- and then we very quickly realize this is a dream sequence. She wakes up, and she's actually in the hospital. She um, finds, like, the Rev sta- uh, sitting there, and it's like, oh, it's time. <laughs> and that's it. It's a very short cold open. Yeah, and... And then I think when we come back... Um, 
we have sure all the kids are in. Yeah, come yeah. back from the opening credits. All the kids um, are in this like I guess it's like okay, I think it's a waiting room like for children whose parents might be having. Like I think it's close to where the yeah it's right outside the uh, maternity ward, or yeah yeah so the, so it's like a playroom or something for like kids who or whose parents are like having babies to wait and they have the WB product placement it's like been throughout the show like since we first mentioned it but um, it was kind of out of control in this episode yeah there were these giant like life size Looney Tunes like pl- uh, stuffed animals. In the waiting room. There was, like, a Tweety Bird. There was Sylvester. I think there was, like, Bugs Bunny in there, too. And Lola Bunny, I think. They, they yeah, really... It was they all were, of them. So... They're that. all... They all uh, are, like, sitting together. Uh, kind of reminis- reminiscent of the prior episode uh, with them with the shoes, but this time it's them with hands. So it's a zoom in on everybody's hands, and everybody's, like, holding... It's, like, a chain reaction of people holding each other's hands. And then we go to... Uh, the Rev and Annie, where the Rev and Annie are now holding hands, but now it's comedic. Yeah. Because because um, Annie's going through a con- contraction and she's in a lot of pain. Um, and then we have, I think the Rev is like, compl- like not complaining, but like he, he's like trying to keep her calm. And he's like, they have this stuffed bunny, and he's like, look at the bunny and breathe. And she's just like, oh, it's so easy for you to, like, being a rat, you know, like, he's just trying to, he doesn't know what to do. He can't do anything. Yeah. So she's like, well, watch, like, how much this hurts. And then she, like, crunches his hand. Oh, he says something about, like, it can't be that bad. Yeah, exactly. And Which was a stupid thing to say. And, like, she, basically any fucks up the Rev's hand. <laughs> yeah, you heard, there's a crunching Crunch, noise. Yeah, exactly. Um, basically what it is is that the Rev thinks he's forgotten to do something at home or he's forgotten something at home. And Annie asks, you know, did you lock the doors? Did you feed Happy? Did you put all the food away? And he's like, I think I did all the things. He's like, it's something else. So we're just going to, uh, instead of, like, go, going back and forth through this episode, we'll just yeah. say what's happening. So um, it's, we see that he hasn't done any of that yeah. stuff. So and, I mean, <laughs> Happy's in the fridge eating a turkey leg, real happy. Next time we come back, there's a cat in the uh, house as well. Next time we come back, there is... A, rec- a squirrel, a uh, pigeon. Uh, a bunny. Uh, and they're all just feasting. There's food all over the house and, like, garbage everywhere. Happy, like, is watching television. Um, garbage house. Yep. And uh, that's it. That's uh, what's happening outside of the hospital. And, uh... We have... Uh, the Rev's like, let me check on the kids. He goes outside into the waiting room, and all the kids are bored. They're like, how long? How much longer is it going to take? And the Rev's basically saying, don't leave here. You're not allowed to roam the hospital. This is where you stay. Yeah. And, um, I mean, which was stupid. You said this, too. Like, why would they bring them all? Um, especially if, like, she was... We get the idea, like, she was in labor for a long time. And she's known to be in labor for a long time. Like, she yeah. apparently... Her, like, Ruthie's um, birth was also really long. It's not like they were all in the room when the babies were born. Like, yeah. It's, it's not like they missed anything that they... I understand, like, for family solidarity. But, like, at this point, the way that I understand um, birthing to work is that, <laughs> like, you count how long the contractions are and then you count how long... Um, like how how much in between each contraction, and then obviously yeah, the closer they get, the and like you are. how like the, the diameters of how open you are. I don't yeah. know what the like exact phrasing um, is. Was it dilated? Dilated, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and I would just say like as soon as it's about it's getting closer, the rev would call Matt and be like, "Bring the kids," and then they would all just come. Um, but instead, he's holding them hostage in the hospital. Yeah, for the purposes of this episode, of course. Although they could have had the kids at home having these discussions, right? Um, before we go back to the kids, we're going to go back to, uh, Annie. 
there's a, a doctor, Dr. Allison. Uh, this is not a doctor we've seen before. He's got a very annoying voice. And I don't know, it sounds almost like condescending when he's speaking to her. But um, And he is like, oh, this is taking at your like, advanced age. Um, and the fact that it's twins and this is taking a long time. Um, we want to do a C-section, which there were a few reviews online of this episode. Right. In which people spelled C-section. S-E-A section. And just want everybody to know, it's short for cesarean, which is a C as in the letter C. So C-section. You know, the more you know. Side side note. (laughs) Side Uh note. Um, Annie is very much against this idea. She says she knows her own body and she wants to give birth naturally. Which I don't understand. She says the normal way. The normal way, one, but right. I, which is like also yeah, not don't like say that. don't say that exactly. And um, but she also the rev was like, oh, we were scheduled. They had a cesarean a C yeah. section scheduled for like the following week, uh, and she was like, oh, well, my body, you know, this is what my body's doing now. Like it's not. They're not waiting. I was like, I don't know. She acts like she's so against. A C-section when it seems like medical wisdom was like... But anyway. The point being, what I really appreciate about this episode, uh, due to like recent things that I've learned, that I'm really glad that in the end they decide to... They listen to her every step of the way, mostly. Yeah. Um, she decides... Dr. Allison says, no other... Like, every other doctor is going to agree with me. And she's like, I know... Bring me Dr. Doctor. Hastings. So if you all remember, Dr. Hastings is the doctor that almost killed Matt, which is, again, it's brought last up... last episode a million uh, no, times. Not last episode, the episode before that. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, they bring it up a million times. And actually, uh, they can't finish, oh, the doctor that almost killed. But they don't, yeah. like, get to that they part. They keep saying it just trails off. They're like... Dr. Hastings, and then, like, Matt's like, the the doctor doctor who... who." (laughs) (laughs) But eventually they, like, get to the point of the one that almost killed Matt. Um, So while they're trying to get Dr. Hastings, um, the rest rest of the kids have basically dispersed. dispersed. They're not listening to the Rev's instructions whatsoever. So the first kid that... um, The cam kid that... Ooh, sorry. (laughs) I did not like how that sound came out. Um, The first Camden child who... um, the Rev runs into is Matt. And because the Rev is worried about the Annie he, being like, okay. He tells Matt to give blood. And Matt says, like, did the doctor tell you to give for me to give blood? Or like, is this you telling me? Because they're all like concerned. Um and the Rev is just like, no, I just you know, just go do it. But the Rev I don't know if it's even because he's concerned. I think he just wants to tell Matt like to do something. Just go do something. Um, because he keeps, they keep saying it again and again. And then the Rev is like, why did you do that? And he's like, you told me to. So Matt has a fear of needles. I think we remember this from when Simon was going to play baseball and he needed to get a shot. Right. And they were like, you need one too. So he's like, that's terrifying. I'm not going to give blood. We run it. Mary runs into him when he's having this, like, oh my God, I'm so scared and I can't do this. And they have a very interesting conversation. Actually, this is like a, a thing that's happened quite a lot. I think it happens at least once or twice a season where Matt has like certain views about what men and can and cannot do and should and should not this do. Whole, this whole episode, though, I think did that. Like uh, the, the play on like women and their role in the world. And so he says, men can't take pain, that's what women are for. So he, like, they sit down on, like, a windowsill in the hospital, and he explains the story of Adam and Eve. Um, I'm not going to get into it. But basically, (laughs) he says... Tell me more. (laughs) He says that, you know, somebody had to take, like, somebody had to uh, take a bite of the apple and, like, talk to the snake, and 
it was it was going to be Eve because she was going to be the one that was cursed because she's the one that can take the pain. Yeah. And um, Mary goes, you know, childbirth is not a curse. It's a gift. It's a miracle. And Mary's like, I can't wait to have, uh, you know. Like, just to be able to do this myself. Um, and, you know, Matt's like, Oh, she goes, uh, you're like, you are, ha- you have wrong assumptions about all of this. Bye-bye, blood boy. <laughs> Which, you know, it's... Oh, I had... Well, I, I was trying to think about when Bye 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 came out, but I think it was it, like it was 2000... prior to this, I think. But are we sure that wasn't after this? Well, I don't know. That's, I think... It, I thought I Bye 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 came out in early 2000s, like 2000 or 2001. I don't think they were thinking about this when they were like, bye-bye, blood boy. <laughs> well, obviously, I was just making a joke. Okay, well... But, Anyway, the connection between Jessica Biel saying "Bye Bye Blood Boy," being married to Justin Timberlake, who was in In Sync, who had the song "Bye Bye Bye." Well, I didn't know any of that. <laughs> Did you not? Thank you. No. So, uh, so anyway, then we run into um, Simon, and Mary goes and talks to Simon. Right? It's Mary. No, I thought that Matt talks to Simon, and Mary tells talks to Ruthie at the same time because they cut back and forth because Mary is telling Ruthie. Oh, you're right. You can do anything. Right, you're um, right. You know, M- Ruthie's like, I want to be... No, that's not... The string conversation was ma- is with Mary and Simon. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, so sorry. Um, so first we have... Uh, I'm sure you guys are familiar. This is actually something that, like, travels across cultures is what I've learned. It's the, like, dropping a string on top of, your, on top of like, a pregnant woman's stomach to see, like, where, how it swings... Meet, like, if it swings a certain way, it's a boy. If it swings another way, it's a girl. Simon's doing this on... Over his stomach. stomach. And <laughs> so. Mary's like, you're supposed to do it over mom. And he's like, well, desperate times call for desperate measures. Because um, that's whole, Simon's whole bit through this whole episode is wanting brothers. Um, and I, I don't exactly know. And the he goes, next, we, before, he go, before he goes and does this, we have a, a Lucy and Matt moment. Um, oh, yeah. So Lucy is, like is in the nursery. Yes. Watching all the baby room. Yeah. And um, she runs into Matt, who's trying to avoid going to get his blood taken. And they kind of stand and, like, look at the babies. And then Lucy says, I'm not sure Jordan and I will ever have babies. And she is, like, 15. Yeah. Yeah. And Jordan is a, what, like, 17, maybe 18? Yeah. And, and she's... She- well, I don't know why this... Conversation's happening. She just had to make it about herself. That's That's, again... It all comes back to her. And then Matt's like, I hope this is like future you and Jordan. And somehow through this conversation, I don't exactly know even what they, they talk a little bit. And well, then she, like, she starts crying and Matt's like, why are you crying? And he goes, it's what I, she goes, it's what I do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're self-aware, Lucy. Actually, Lucy's really self-aware in this episode. Yeah. So we're kind of like, Lucy, well, the point is that we forgot to mention, but this is Valentine's Day. This episode takes place on Valentine's Day. I mean, I mean, this action. The action in this episode takes place. So you place won't on forget the twins' birthday. birthday. Um, oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> oh, sorry, they get born. <laughs> um, but Lucy, I, the reason Lucy's thinking about Jordan is because it's Valentine's Day and she's not spending it with her boyfriend. Um, meanwhile, Simon goes and prays. Yep, and uh, he. This is like. He prays, but he praises, <laughs> praises women. women. Oh, see what I did there? I took the title of the episode. Um, I, he goes I, through all the women in his family and like talks about every good thing about them. Yeah, because he's like, I want brothers. It's like, but I. He's like, not because he's like, I love all the women in my family and they're all so strong and great. And he goes through each one of them and he's like, Mom is, you know, 
mom. mom. And, like, Mary taught me all about sports. And um, he says Lucy is an emotional, like, sensitive woman. And if I can handle Lucy, I can handle anybody else. And, like, Ruthie. He was like, you could probably have a whole file on her. Right. He even, like, he even talks about happy. He's like, thank you yeah. for giving me happy. He's like, she's a girl dog. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he wants big brother. He wants little brothers. And at the end, instead of he goes, ah, men, or should I say, ah, woman, (laughs) which, okay, uh, let's go back to the parents then, which is what, uh, the episode does. We have, uh, Dr. Hastings meeting with Annie, the Dr. Hastings who almost, (laughs) (laughs) um, so uh, Dr. Hastings agrees with Annie. He says that I think that you can do it. Um, and, but you know, if once anything, like I'm going to, if basically I'm going to, I'll go through with this because this is what you want. But he was like, once, like if any of the, if the babies are in danger or you're in danger, like we're going to, I have to do a C-section. Like I'm not going to almost kill. Right. Right. So it's like, okay, good thing. Dr. Hastings is like going to, um, so that's about it. There's just like, oh, this high risk, you know? Right. Um, and so, and then he, before he leaves, he's like, do you want drugs for the pain, like painkillers? And both, both the, cause it's a contraction is happening and both the Rev and Annie go, yes. So when we get back to the, when we get back, I think this is like a commercial break. When we get back, um, <laughs> Annie is high on drugs. Yes. Um, uh, and she's, she's being quite, uh, what is she singing? She's pretty like, baby. <laughs> uh, she's singing to her babies and also to. Just poking her stomach. stomach. Yeah. And like kissing her stomach, I guess. I don't know. She was yeah. kissing something. She was just making noises. Yeah. But, but so the, she's she's real happy. It's real change. I don't know mood mood change. I, don't know. I think this is around the time where um, you the conversation between Mary and Ruthie happens that you were talking okay. about. Okay, yeah. so um, I don't exactly know. You know, Ruthie is like, I don't think I want to have babies or something. Like, yeah. I don't want to have any babies. Um, and she's like, Can I be an astronaut? And like, uh, Mary is like. Yeah, you can be an astronaut. And she's like, well, can I be an astronaut? And, like, and then I think Mary explains, she's like, even if you want to be, like, because I think Ruthie says she doesn't want to be, like, a mother because she's like, I want to be an astronaut. Yeah. And Mary is like, you don't have to choose. There are, like, women astronauts who, who are, are mommies. Yeah. And, um... So then, like she could say, you Ruthie, could be, yeah, yeah, she says you could be all those things, none of those things, one of those things, or like anything you want. <laughs> wow, that was poetry. <laughs> um, so there's that, and while that's going on, like what well, Mary says, um, women can do anything that men can do, and Ruthie's like, but only women can have babies. And then on the flip side, it shows us Matt yeah. with Simon. And Matt is, like, saying the same thing. He's like, oh, women, like, are, you know, just as great as men, except, like, men can't, men can't have babies because they can't... Ha- I think he's still talking about the pain with yeah. Simon. Um, so Simon Simon starts to explain to Matt why he wants to have a little brother, and it's because he wants to have a big brother. And what he does is he, is he lists... He wants to be the big brother. Yeah. He wants to list... He lists out all of the things that Matt has ever taught him. Yeah. And as the list progresses... Um, <laughs> It includes, like, some gems, like, uh, drinking enough water to burp the national anthem. And eating a whole loaf of Wonder Bread in one sitting. And both of those, then, like, things that would make me very ill, so... And giving, like, breath spray or gum or... A mint. Mints to, to, to his little brother before his first makeout party. And these are obviously all things that Matt has done for Simon. And Matt, being his father's son, starts to cry. 
Gets the wet eyes. Very wet, like red-rimmed eyes. And he gets up, and because of Simon's speech, Matt can suddenly give blood again. Yeah, he's like, I gotta go give... Well, he's, he says, like, I'm gonna go do it. And Simon's like, but you hate needles. And he's like... You've given me, yeah, like, Yeah, you've given me the strength. The courage or something. Um, so that's, yeah, he runs and goes to give blood. Uh, and this is when we find out that there are complications with the birth. So as we know, Annie has twins, uh, or is about to have twins. One of them is positioned correctly, and the yeah, other one... breach. And the other one is not positioned correctly. So the doctor says, I, don't worry, I've given birth to... Uh, I've given birth to twins. I've... I've birthed, you know, birth. I've delivered um, um, twins who have been in this position before. It's like once the first one is born, I just need to, like, reposition the other one. And I was, like, having a hard time imagining how he gets his hand. Like, Let's not, don't w- think about it. Don't okay. think about it. There's no need to think about okay. it. Um, uh, we get a brief scene with Matt hogging cookies. <laughs> Wait, we haven't seen, So he's he's in the blood room first. Yeah. And he's about to give blood. And then the Rev comes in and is like, what are you doing in here? And he's like, but you told me to come give blood. And like the Rev's like, whatever. I just said that to get you away from me. Um, and then the nurse comes over and like he needs another. This, it was stupid. But after he gives, after we see him give blood... He's like hogging a plate of cookies, and th- then the nurse comes over, and she's like, "It's you need to like give up this. Someone else is going to come in here and be on this bed, and give blood." And he's like afraid to get yeah. up because he's going to be so woozy after you know losing a pint of. I'm going to say this is great Barry Watson com- comedy acting uh, in this in this episode. So we have uh, some other like moments beforehand that we like forgot to touch on. Um, one is that while is Annie is while Annie is on drugs, Lucy is visiting her. And yeah, I mean, there's no real point to this scene. I think they were just like because first it was like Ruthie and she didn't know who she was, and then Lucy comes in and like Annie's just singing the song still, and she keeps calling Lucy Ruthie. Uh, and then when Lucy leaves, she's like, they grow up so fast. Um, yeah, the nurse then, is giving her real weird looks. And then Lucy later sees, um, when she, she's talking to the Rev, and she's like, oh, I just saw Mom. And like the Rev is like, well, they just gave her some drugs. She was like, I think they gave her too much. And she's, I've never seen anyone act like that before, other than Aunt Julie, before she stopped drinking. <laughs> um, Call back to Aunt Julie. Aunt Julie. We, she'll be back. She'll be back. Um, you just looked up in the air as if she had died. <laughs> and Julie's not died. I was thinking fondly of her. Uh, so that's going on. I think this is around the same time where, like, she Lucy, I think Lucy has, like, one of her worst moments of the episode because she says, like, it sucks. It's Valentine's Day. I should be spending this with my boyfriend. It's like, your mom's not on your goddamn schedule, like... Calm. But, I mean, they didn't need to spend all day there, so right. no, I'm, it, like, mm-hmm. torn. You know, I don't agree with her. No, absolutely not. Um, so, anyway. I guess we'll get back to... Uh, Simon prays again for some reason. Yes, he does pray again. I think... Oh, Simon comes in at some point to ask for a ear piercing. Yeah. Wait, that's what... Yeah, before he... So he goes yeah. in and he asks if he can get his ear pierced, and I don't know, the Reverend Annie say something... And then he's when he's praying again, and he's like, I don't know why, but, like, I just felt like I needed, like, God told me to, I don't know. You- no, he's, I don't know why, what led me to uh, ask for an ear piercing, but it's the same reason I'm led here to ask again. That for I brothers, hope, yeah. yeah. And this is when uh, Matt pretends to be God for, like, a hot second. You loved Barry Watson, and well, you just generally, like, love Barry Watson. Because I think he always has a lot episode. of fun acting in yeah, this. Or, yeah. like, he's just having a grand old time on that set. Um, well, he, like... Does like a weird echoey voice, and he's like, yeah, Simon, Simon Camden. Camden. So, 
I don't know. It's, it's like whatever. And he laughs really loudly. Yeah. And Simon's like, that's not funny. Oh, and when Simon gets back, oh, I feel bad. Everyone teases Simon in this episode. Yeah. Because when they get back from the chapel area, Ruthie is like, it's a girl or something, yeah, and yeah, Simon yeah. freaks out, and then she's like, ha, ah, they're not born yet. <laughs> uh, I think this is around the time where Matt goes to uh, visit the Reverend Annie, um, and this is when the, Matt meets Dr. Hastings. The man who, the man, the man. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Matt goes, are you the man? Are you the Doctor Who? And he goes, yes, I'm the Doctor Who almost killed you. And I was like, a doctor would <laughs> never say that. I would never want. Uh, you never admit, never admit it. <laughs> yeah. Never admit it. But also, we have to kind of comment here about um, Dr. Hastings' like outfit of choice. To give okay. birth. So he's got his scrubs on, but he doesn't have any kind of undershirt on, and the scrubs are like a deep V. So his chest hair is coming out. And and that's not sanitary. Super, super, uh, yeah, I was very I was like, I uncomfortable. Don't, I don't want you near my vagina, please. Yeah, no. No. Or uh, like my like babies who have just come out of me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you need to cover yourself up. Yeah. And um, it just doesn't look very sanitary. Yeah, like, it, it just looks like he should, you know, have something else on. Underneath. Yeah. He's a doctor, man. He didn't look very professional. Um, so uh, then we, like, kind of get to the crux of Lucy's problem. We see she's kind of moping the entire time, um, and she runs into Mary, and Mary's like, what is going on with you? And she's like, me, I need to break up with Jordan. Which is out of, uh, I mean, out I of think left field. Of, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I, we don't have anything in common. And Mary's like. And she's like, I need to let him go because I'm holding him back. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you are. You're holding everyone back. Uh, Mary's like, did you just figure out you have nothing in common? He's, she's like, no, I've known the entire time. It's just I stayed with him because I took him from you. And, like, she talks about, like, competing with Mary. And Mary has, like, a really good speech here. Actually, she does great in this episode talking to everyone. She's. I think we're going back to, like, before she hurt her leg and, like, when she was all of that, when she was, like, a strong, independent Independent woman. woman. Yeah. And I think they're going back to that, and I like that. That's, like, I mean, I think that's how she earned her spot on her ranking. Right. That that she's always, like, been very much, like, her own person and very, like, grounded and, you know. Yeah. uh, So she's showing more of that, I think, in the past two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, so she gives a whole speech about how, like, this culture of women competing against each other or, like, sisters competing against each other for who has bigger breasts or who has longer legs or who gets the richer, more good-looking man is not, like, if we all, if we, like, if people, if we stop, stop doing tearing each, each other, other down, that, like, we would rule the world. Building each other up. Right. Like, women supporting women, which I'm all about. Uh, bring down the patriarchy. Always. <laughs> Always. Um, so, so Lucy's like, well, since you talked about the, like you supporting me and stuff, can you help me break up with Jordan? And she's like, no. <laughs> like, you need to do that. This is all yeah. on you. And Lucy's like, but Dad was talking about how it's a new era in the Camden family, and we're going from five to seven or from seven to nine, if you're talking about everyone in the Camdens. And Lucy, Mary's like, no, but this is something you have to do on your own. So... That's what she does. Well, what she does is hog the phone. Yeah. So, like, it's a hospital. It's 1999. People have cell phones, but not, like, a lot of people. And it's a hospital. And she goes over to, like, the one pay phone that... Well, it isn't the one because she tells someone, like, this isn't the... And she takes over it and it's like, 
people might need to call like for like real loved reasons. Ones. Um, and she tells like the woman who gets in line behind her. She's like, it's gonna be a yeah, while. Why? So uh, while Lucy's on the phone, we go back and it, you know, the birth is happening. Um, the birthing. I think the first child comes at, comes through fine, like healthily. It's yeah. all great. They t- the like baby's crying. Uh, they take the baby to like clean him up. The and, yeah, but then it flashes back to Doctor Hastings, and you hear like the monitors yeah. that like have the heartbeat. And it starts, like, beeping more frequently. You're closer together, and it's like, beep, 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 beep. And so um, the, the Rev and Annie are kind of like, oh, what's going on? So and then, the other baby that's still, um, that hasn't been delivered yet, his heart rate. Is ooh, slowing. Did we spoil the. <laughs> oh, 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 no, the gender. Yeah. The gender, oh, no. Um, um, right, but, yeah. So his heart rate is slowing, and they're like, oh, no. So we have to, so. Dr. Hastings is like, I still think I can do this. I just need to, like, rotate the other baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he does that. Yeah. Um, I think while this is happening and while they're preparing to deliver the next baby, the Rev comes outside and, like, tells the kids, um, we have a baby. Yeah. And we don't know the sex yet. And then the nurse comes out and is like, your wife needs you right now. We're ready. Go back inside. And then the kids realize that they said only one baby and not... Both the babies. What's happening? What's happening? Uh, So back if we very quickly find out that back inside. Was this when they all walked? No, because then um, the Rev also, oh, before the nurse comes and gets him, the Rev has to go and find Lucy. And (laughs) the Rev is like, Lucy, you cannot hold up a line like this. To talk to Jordan. Right. And when Lucy admits that, like, no. what she says, she says, like, I'm breaking up with him. um, Because at first she's like, I'm talking to Jordan. Well, before she even says I'm breaking up with him, she's like, Mom waited all this time to have the babies. Why can't she wait a little bit longer? (laughs) Like, why can't she accommodate me? Because it's about her. Yeah. And she's the worst. Worst, exactly. Uh... So, but, when, but when, ex- when when the Rev hears that she's breaking up with Jordan, he's like, oh, please, take your time, like, all the time you need. Um, so I guess that the Rev didn't like Jordan. I guess maybe it's because he's older. He was, like, not into that. Uh, and also because he's the reason, or he, in, I guess in the Rev's mind, this is the relationship where Lucy was thinking about having sex, so. Oh, yeah. So this is probably, like, somebody that he's, like, I'm happy about. So he, like, gets everybody behind her to move. Yeah, he's like, back up, give her space. <laughs> if you need to use the phone, go somewhere else. Yeah. And I guess Lucy continues, no, Lucy does say, please let me know when the babies come. I don't want to miss out on like another. Like everything else that happens in this family. Another major family event. Um, happily, the second baby is delivered perfectly normally. Um, all the kids come in. good. Um, we also, we skipped over this, but we'll explain it before we get to this part. When Simon is praying the first time, I believe he's like, it doesn't, you know, Whatever, I want brothers, but I'll be happy. And when the babies are born, he's like, say hello to Grandma Jenny for me or something. Um, to And he's like, oh, tell her we're going to sing the song that she ta- she would always sing uh, when, when the babies are born. That she taught Matt. Yeah. Um, so when the babies are born, they're born perfectly, normally, happily, healthy. Ten fingers, ten toes, all the things that matter. <laughs> um, so... Ooh. That's like, I mean, they're born and all the kids go in and it's like the miracle of life. Uh, And we learn that they are, their names are David and Samuel. Um, Uh, All the kids come in with like party hats. They have two cupcakes. I guess they're celebrating the birthday of their little brothers. Simon is, Simon like falls down on the floor because he's so happy because they're our brothers. Yes. Um, And 
they're like, okay, it's time. We have to do the song. <laughs> so they light the candles and the cupcakes. And the cupcakes, which did not look good. This no. was the first time that I was, because they weren't homemade by Annie. Um, and they start singing a theme to the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, and during this... No, it's uh, after the song is over, they do like one run through of it. And Ruthie asks, why do we do this? And then, like, it like zooms in on Annie's face, and then it like goes to a flashback. Uh, we flash back to baby Matt, not baby Matt, I guess like toddler, like toddler Matt. It's like, we learned the origin of this was yeah. Matt sang this when Mary it, was born. Yeah. So they've done it every, every child since. So, um, it's a flashback. Yeah. Toddler Ma- Matt, um, is what- in a grandma Jenny's lap. And I guess what we're led to believe is grandma Jenny's taking care of Matt while Mary's being born in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, which is what they should have been doing in this instance. Well, I mean, well. they're all older. Like, he was just like... No, no, I'm not saying that somebody was supposed to be... Like, I just mean they should have stayed home until oh, the baby. yeah, yeah. Um, and they... It's the end of the Mary Tyler Moore show, so, like, it's the theme song. And Matt goes, I want to learn this. I want to sing this to the baby when the baby comes home. I think we're also led to believe that... Um, this, that Mary might be named after Mary Tyler Moore, but I don't also think so, Mary because, the Virgin Mary. Yeah, that's what I, I was like. Oh, but it could a, be like a combination of the two. It could be because Grandma Jenny is like, this is my favorite. It was and, her favorite show or something. It was also Annie's favorite show. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, it could be. Then. So Grandma Jenny's like, but this is a really hard song. And she's like, well, he says, well, you can do it with me. And that's well, what. He's like, I can do, he was like, I can do anything if you help me. Um, which I guess is like another thing of like women helping little boys. Uh, <laughs> no, women just helping everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I, that was lost on me. Um, so. Flashback to the present. And uh, Ruthie's like, oh, I miss Grandma Jenny. Uh, and she says something along the lines of, do you think Grandma Jenny sent the twins to like, so, until, until we like meet her again? Yeah. Like, and uh, they were like, well, maybe. And they sing the song again. again. <laughs> and um, that's it. Yep. This was a bad episode. I'm sorry, listeners. I mean, there's new family members, so that's... Ex- oh, this was the most watched episode ever of 7th Heaven. Yep. We forgot to say that, but mm-hmm. um, I guess the hype in 1999 was probably real. Like, people were probably like, oh, man. And this was also in February. I'm pretty sure this aired in February. Sweeps, yeah. So this is probably a great February sweeps episode. Yeah. Um, so... Now the seven. Oh, and it's the first episode where the seventh heaven is about the seven children, and, and not, not the seven like family members. God, um, there's nine family. Also, members fun now. fact: just like how it was Annie's favorite show on the on like seventh heaven, it's also Catherine Hicks's favorite show in real life. Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, yeah. Fun facts. Fun facts. Uh, so I mean, I mean <sighs> most of the episode was really just about they were just pacing in the hospital, like right. I, you know, it was just it like. I think also, though, it was a, none of the kids were fighting with each other. It was a lot of, like, loving. Helping, yeah. yeah. Like, Ruthie, I think Ruthie, was, Ruthie wasn't, like, terribly mean to uh, Simon. Like, she I mean, was everybody just, messed with him because but, he was yeah, so hyped that about, was, right. like, we need to have brothers. But Ruthie and, like, Mary had a sweet scene. Oh, Ruthie and Simon both, like, came to Lucy's rescue after Lucy, like, was crying after she broke up with Jordan. They, like, made her feel good. Like, Simon, like, was like, you're a great sister, and you'll find somebody else. And Ruthie says, look, I hated Jimmy Moon. Rod was okay. I really like Jordan. So the next person I'm going to love the most. Yeah. So we'll, we'll find somebody that deserves you. So, you know, everybody was, like, super... It nice. was a great moment of family togetherness. There weren't, like, huge problems. There, like, any any of the things that happened were, like, 
the giving blood, but that got resolved. And then I guess the breaking up, but that also got resolved. But it was very in-family. So what would you rate this, Erin? Uh, jeez. Um... Got a four out of like I didn't like it was boring it was because the single set like just being at the hospital all the time was like super super boring yeah and and nobody really like you know it would have been more interesting to watch the kids having these conversations I think at home because it just puts them like and also like you could have had a bit of more comedy with like the rev going to call but having to come back and going to call and having like you know being like they're coming they're not coming they're coming yeah yeah. Uh, uh, but whatever. You um, should have written this. I, I should have. I should write a lot more of the Seventh Heaven episodes. Yeah. My fanfics. So fix. I'm, I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna give it a three. I'm downgrading it from a four to a three. I think I'm gonna probably give this um, maybe a two. Like I think I'll give it a two point five because I really did enjoy Mary getting back to like Mar- the origin of yeah. Mary. So it's season one, Mary. Yeah, season one, Mary. So I'm gonna give this a two point five. Um, yeah. Good, good stuff. Who uh, is your favorite Camden this episode? <sighs> I, who's yours? And then I'll think about it while you speak. Um, <laughs> I think, although I will say Matt was like great this episode. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Mary. Mary had some great speeches yeah, that to was everyone. Low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. Mary. I, I go. I'm not just taking your. Answer. I know. I know. You've just, thought about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No, Mary. Yeah. She, she did a good job. Uh, you can see all of um, Annie Camden's great faces while she's trying to go while she's birth. having birthing and or give, like having contraction pains by visiting our Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com slash CamdenCast or checking out our Twitter or Instagram, which is at CamdenCast Show. Um, and we, then if you want the episodes, if you want to listen to them. If you want to listen to them, you should probably go to iTunes or you can go to uh, SoundCloud. We can rate, review, and subscribe on those things, or follow us on those things. Yeah. Um, Whatever, uh, we will. We will. You will hear from us on Saturday. Uh, this is Danby. I'm Erin, and this was Camden Cast. <laughs>